Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, April 13th, 527 a.m. Central Time. July corn futures up one and a half at 629 and a quarter. July soybeans up nine at 1481 and a quarter. July Chicago wheat down four cents at 683. July Kansas City wheat down seven and a half at 838 and three quarters. July spring wheat down one and three quarters at 858 and a quarter. We're going to start off with inflation. We had CPI data out yesterday. U.S. consumer inflation fell to its lowest level since May of 2021. We've now seen nine consecutive monthly declines in the annualized headline CPI rate. We're down to 5%. I believe the peak was 9.1 from June of last year. Um, you saw energy costs decline. Food price is generally flat. The Fed's still looking for this 2% target, and it looks like we're on our way uh, to that sort of level, uh, given the trajectory of the inflation statistics. A lot of people had said during uh, the inflationary cycle that we went through that you know the Fed fund rate has to hit the rate of inflation, and you're essentially there now. You got CPI down to 5%. You got an effective Fed fund rate that's just barely shy of 5%, um, so you're there. Uh, have we tamed inflation? Is it, is it officially over? No, it's it's too early to say that. Uh, we've again got some rising commodity prices, crude oil rising again, gasoline prices rising again. Uh, one of the results of this was that the U.S. dollar fell to its lowest level since February. And of course, a, a declining or weaker U.S. dollar is generally a positive for commodity prices. Um, the U.S. dollar and its relationship to commodities, it's, it's been kind of strange during this cycle. So in the late part of 2021 through the first half of 2022, you saw the dollar and commodities rally simultaneously, and that's not something you see very often. And then you saw the separation and you kind of went back to a normal type deal in the second half of 2022. And now we've got this weaker dollar. Um, the, the idea here is that maybe the Fed hikes one more time. I think they're looking for another quarter point hike next month. So um, this is potentially positive stuff for the commodity markets. I'm not going to say it's like super bullish or anything, but this is an underlying positive. The fact that uh, inflation is weakening and the dollar is weakening on the idea that the Fed could be almost done with this uh, rate hike cycle. Crop estimates out of Argentina continue to fall. This is the lowest number I've seen so far for Argentina soybeans. The Rosario Grain Exchange pegged the soybean crop at 23 million metric tons, down from 27 previously. USDA is at 27. They've got the corn crop at 32 versus 35 previously. Uh, so you've got now less than half of a soybean crop in Argentina the way that it looks. The country, of course, has, of course, has had its worst drought in 60 years. Simultaneously, Argentina is dealing with significant, significant economic issues. Uh, you think we've got inflation here. They've got like a 100% inflation rate in Argentina. It's an absolute catastrophe. Uh, farmers are going to go out of business in Argentina as a result of this. Uh, the drought paired with these economic issues. Uh, they've done this soy dollar program to try to raise revenue. They've got problems with the IMF. So Argentina has uh, not only drought issues and crop production issues, but also some significant economic issues. And I'm not sure if those economic issues will result in reduced crop production in years to 
come or not. Uh, that uh, remains to be seen, I suppose. Guys, some great premium stuff this week. Yesterday, I was joined by Matt Bennett uh, from agmarket.net. We talked about uh, planting progress this week. We talked about the USDA report. We also talked about the prospect for more Chinese corn business, uh, something that we've heard a little bit of chatter about. And then a video I did earlier this week was with Jim Urio. We talked about the US dollar, its status as a reserve currency, as the reserve currency, and how it relates to the grain markets, uh, commodity markets in general. Some really great stuff. This was a half an hour long video. Had some phenomenal feedback on this. If you guys want to see the premium stuff, sign up today. Go to standardgrain.com. It takes you about one minute to sign up with your phone or your credit card, or you just need your credit card. You can do it on your phone or your computer. Um, Remember, guys, 50 bucks a month, no other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. You can cancel this deal at absolutely any time. Sign up this morning. I'll send you over those videos. U.S. Corn Belt is dry this morning. Uh, You got some rain across maybe parts of North Dakota and Minnesota. I think it's pretty light. And then you've got this system over the Gulf Coast. But, uh, you know, your Illinois and Indianas and Iowas of the world, they're dry this morning. Uh, The next seven days, you're going to see a little bit of rain uh, return maybe like Saturday, Sunday in parts of Iowa, parts of Minnesota, Wisconsin, a whole bunch of areas. But these are not big amounts, like up to an inch at most. The uh, bigger rain system is going to start maybe like Thursday next week. This map on my screen here, if you guys are watching, this is totally expected precipitation through the 22nd going out 10 days and most of this stuff on my screen here these areas that are going to see an inch and a half two and a half inches of rain and it's pretty widespread i mean it's the dakotas it's uh, nebraska it's parts of kansas it's iowa it's minnesota it's missouri illinois indiana Um, this is all going to be like starting thursday through maybe saturday next week so you got a pretty open window in regard to planting for a lot of areas uh certainly through this weekend and into next week and the next Wednesday, Thursday, assuming that the forecast is reality or or will be realized, uh, you could see some wetter conditions following that. Uh, look at the snowpack. It's declined quite a bit. And again, I'm not sure how accurate this map is. I, I know it's declined materially up north. I don't know if it's declined this much. Uh, this map on my screen here says that like maximum snow depths are like two or three inches. I'm sure there's a few guys who would chime in and say, Joe, we've got way more than that. But uh, it's the, the meltdown is in progress. It's going to be messy in some areas. Uh, I still don't have a feel for exactly what the implication will be in regard to planted acreage of corn in particular in those northern areas. Rush is talking about the grain deal again today. Uh, nobody really cares. The markets don't react to this stuff anymore. I mean, every week, at least a couple times a week, you get some sort of headline out of Russia regarding the grain deal. We're not going to renew it. We're not going to. Uh, we're not happy about it. This stuff used to move markets, and it just doesn't anymore. It's, it's just not a market moving type deal. Um, Russia saying that the same, you know, song and dance here. Uh, we want sanctions lifted. The West is not going to lift sanctions. Uh, my thought would be that Russia probably sticks with the grain deal. We know that uh, China has a vested interest in the grain deal. China buys a lot of corn from Ukraine. Uh, China, Russia, kind of buddy buddy here. So again, I don't, I don't see this as as being an issue that we need to be worried about right now. You get an escalation in the war this spring summer, as some people are talking about. Uh, maybe that changes. Brazilian weather is uh, looks really pretty darn good. So they're done planting this second and larger corn crop in Brazil, and they've got rains on tap for the vast majority of Brazilian corn areas during the next 10 days. This circle on my screen here is just a rough estimate of of second corn areas. Um, Everybody, USDA, private entities, everybody out there projecting that Brazilian farmers will harvest a record corn crop this year. Brazil is the world's third largest corn producer behind the U.S. and China. USDA projects that Brazil will be the world's top corn exporter this year. They're going to eclipse the U.S. for the first time since the 12-13 marketing year when we had a drought here in this country, of course. 
U.S. ethanol production declined uh, last week. Weekly output 959,000 barrels per day. That was down almost 4.5% on the week, down 3.6% versus the same period last year. This is not good. We need to see better numbers. Uh, Margins have actually improved this week. Uh, The ethanol price of ethanol has improved along with prices of crude oil and gasoline. So it's kind of followed the energies higher. So you've got some good-looking margins. Uh, If if there is an issue here, maybe it's slow farmer movement. I know that uh, as planting uh, continues here, and accelerates uh, farmer movements going to really grind to a halt um, i think that's why you're seeing some strength perhaps in these uh, nearby corn uh, calendar spreads uh, mar- margins again have improved even out west it looks like they're positive now uh, with these strong cash corn prices. i've heard some anecdotal reports that um, you know ethanol plants and some of these end users are not covered in terms of corn needs as well as they probably uh, could or should be the uh, cattle market yesterday was sharply higher again, fresh all-time highs again in that nearby April contract. There was some light cash trade, 180 to 182 in the Western Corn Belt yesterday. Not enough to establish a trend, but certainly noteworthy. Oh, we do have an export sales report this morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Corn sales for the current marketing year expected 500 to 1.3. Soybean sales expected 250 to 600. Wheat sales expected 75,000 to 350. Outside markets, the U.S. dollar is just a little bit lower. Stocks are mixed, very quiet. Bonds very quiet. Gold's up 16 bucks. Crude oil is down 19 cents in the June WTI 82.90. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you Friday.